0: This is Garrison Hardy with your Cross Politic Daily News Brief for Friday, August fifth, twenty twenty-two. Today, we'll hear about a private school excluding white families from a back-to-school event. China fires missiles into Taiwanese waters, calling them training exercises. CNN's ratings are continuing to fall. Amazon's new Lord of the Rings looks like a woke dumpster fire, and more. But first, let's stop and take a moment to talk about. Fight, Laugh, Feast club membership. By joining the Fight, Laugh, Feast army, not only will you be aiding in our fight to take down secular and legacy media, but you'll also get access to content placed in our club portal, such as past shows, all of our conference talks, and exclusive content for club members that you won't be able to find anywhere else. Lastly, you'll get discounts to our conferences. So, if you've got 10 bucks a month to kick over our way, you can sign up now at fightlaughfeast.com. That's fightlaughfeast.com. Let's start with our friends over at CNN. What is going on, guys? CNN ratings collapse as network looks for new revenue, including extending the brand in China. Over at CNN, the hunt is on now for new revenue as the news network's ratings plummet and profits slump below nearly $1 billion. On Tuesday, the New York Times reported that CNN's yearly profitability is expected to decline to $956.8 million, according to projections from S&P Global Market Intelligence. CNN's annual profits haven't sunk below $1 billion since 2016, the year Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton in the presidential election and subsequently became a prominent figure in their commentary. Ratings are down from their Trump-era heights across the cable news, but declines at CNN are particularly pronounced, the Times noted. CNN's viewership is about 639,000 in the primetime hour slot, which is down 27% from last year. More people on average watch MSNBC, whose viewership is down 23%. And Fox wins over both networks and is up about a percentage point in overall viewers. Fox's ascension in rating while MSNBC and CNN decline is the continuation of a stark pattern reported in 2021, which saw Fox News on average getting 1.3 million in total day viewers compared to 919,000 at MSNBC and 787,000 at watching CNN. CNN's entropic ratings is is a continuing trend. It's becoming increasingly apparent that the vast majority of Americans are rejecting fake news, the Post Millennial reported in June, as CNN recorded their worst weekend ratings since 1993. Hey, that's the year I was born. To recoup losses generated by CNN, parent company Warner Brothers, Discovery is looking to sell programming created for some of its other services, such as HBO Max. They're also broadly cracking down on expenses, such as spending money on work celebrations. CNN brought on Chris Marlin, a lawyer with no cable news experience, who suggested striking advertising deals with major tech companies like Microsoft, selling sponsorships to corporate underwriters, and extending CNN's brand in China. That's when you know things are desperate. Well, that's some good news. But file this next article under things that would make one lose faith in humanity. 80-year-old grandmother banned from YMCA after demanding biological male leave women's locker room where little girls were undressing. This is from the post-millennial. An 80-year-old Washington State woman, shocker, it's from Washington State, has been banned from using her local YMCA's public pool after she expressed discomfort with biological male in the women's locker room as young girls were undressing. She was in the shower when she heard a male voice and peeked out to find a biological male in a women's swimsuit engaging with little girls who were undressing. The male was reportedly with girls from the day camp, overseeing their bathroom activities. Jamin said that she had been showering after her July 26 swim at the pool when she heard a man's voice in the women's dressing area, she said that she saw a man in, women's, in a women's swimsuit watching little girls pull down their bathing suits in order to use the toilets in the dressing room. In an email from the YMCA's marketing and communications manager to the Post Millennial, they said that the staff member was not engaging with these girls, but rather escorting them to the dressing room. And why is he there? According to the Port Townsend Free Press, Jamin, who had been in the shower when she realized what was happening, hidden behind thin, sheer shower curtains, asked this person, revealed to go by name Clementine Adams, quote, Do you have a penis? (laughs) Are you a man, essentially? Adams responded, None of your business. To which the uh, awesome grandmother said, Get out of here right now. Adams didn't like this and said, quote, you're discriminating and you can't use the pool anymore and I'm calling the police. This is according to the newspaper. The YMCA aquatics manager Rowan DeLuna told Jamin after she requested that Adams... Leave the room, this according once again to the Port Townsend Free Press. In an email from the YMCA's marketing and communications manager, they said that Jamin was not permanently suspended for this incident alone, but rather due to repeatedly violating the Olympic Peninsula YMCA code of conduct, specifically using disrespectful words or gestures toward YMCA staff or others in abusive, harassing, and obscene language or gestures towards the YMCA staff or others. Per Washington state law, oh, by the way, I something, you know, I'm kind of doubtful. But anyways, per Washington state law, all covered entities shall allow individuals to use the use of gender segregated facilities, such as restrooms, locker rooms, dressing rooms, and homeless or emergency shelters that are consistent with that individual's gender expression or gender identity. Unbelievable. The Y has not provided any dressing shower rooms, or options for women who do not want to be exposed to men who identify as women, the grandmother added. The state of Washington strikes again. But hey, let's give Connecticut a shot now. Let's get them on the action, shall we? As Connecticut private school excludes white families from back to school event. Greenwich County Day School GCDS, a private school in Greenwich, Connecticut, sent a letter to families of students on Monday inviting them to a back-to-school event. So far, so good. So long as they identify as a racial minority. The annual Cider and Donuts event is open to GCDS families who identify as black, Asian, Latino, multiracial, indigenous, Middle Eastern, and or people of color, read the letter, which was obtained by National Review. The letter was addressed to GCDS families and was signed by the Director and Associate Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, DEI. About the description of the event scheduled for October 8th, It mentioned the importance of building an inclusive, just, and equitable community, reflecting the multitude of human identities and perspectives in our world. The school's DEI website states that its mission is to nurture meaningful learning through interactions and collaborations between people of diverse and intersecting identities, including race and ethnicity, and its annual tuition ranges between $37,150 and $48,500. Look, I get it. That's maddening. But at the end of the day, it is a private school. So here's an idea. Get your kids out of the school and maybe uh, these woke policies will disappear. Let your money do the talking. Now, let's shift our eyes overseas. China fires ballistic missiles into Taiwanese waters. On Thursday, Taiwan said that Communist China fired a number of Dongfeng series ballistic missiles into waters by Taiwan northeast and southwest. Other reports said the Taiwanese government asserted that Communist China had fired two missiles from the nearby Matsu Islands. Further reports stated that roughly 10 Chinese Navy ships crossed the Taiwan Strait median line. Meanwhile, President Biden's administration reportedly has been lobbying against a bill that would support Taiwan by naming it a major non-NATO ally. According to people familiar with the matter, the bill would give $4.5 billion in security aid and support its presence in international organizations. Yep, America's just made of money here. You get some. You get some. Everybody gets American dollars, except the people. Before White House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan this week, China's foreign ministry issued a protest to the United States, threatening that a visit seriously infringes upon China's sovereignty and territorial integrity. China's defense ministry said it would launch targeted military operations. France 24 reported adding the Chinese military announced joint air and sea drills near Taiwan starting on Tuesday night and test launch of conventional missiles in the sea east of Taiwan, with Chinese state news agency describing live fire drills and other exercises around Taiwan from Thursday to Sunday. Yes, just drills. Last Thursday, according to the Chinese embassy in Washington, Chinese leader Xi Jinping threatened the U.S. in a conversation with President Joe Biden about America's ties to Taiwan. Quote, those who play with fire will perish by it. It is hoped that the U.S. will be clear-eyed about this, the Chinese statement said Xi warned. Whatever you say, Winnie the Pooh, whatever you say. Chinese and Russian ships, there's also reports of this, Chinese and Russian ships sailing near Japan. This is according to uh, Japanese Ministry of Defense. People's Liberation Army, Navy, or PLAN plan, and Russian Navy warships have made independent transits around Japan over the past few days. Japan spotted a Russian Navy Corvette on Friday at 6 p.m. sailing east in an area 50 kilometers from Cape Soya, according to one of the three news releases issued by the Joint Staff Office, or the JSO, of the Ministry of Defense on Monday. So we need to be in prayer over that area of the, of the world. There's just a lot of moving pieces over there right now. Now, we take a dive into the world of entertainment, or at least Amazon's view of entertainment. The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power actress, Nazeen Banidi, 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 <laughs> take your pick, says her character is an activist, credits Prime Video Writers for giving female characters agency. Oh, boy. So the actress who plays Bronwyn in The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, recently described her character as an activist while also crediting the prime video writers of the show for giving female characters agency. She appeared at San Diego Comic-Con at the end of July where she talked about the, to the media and specifically praised the writers on the show for giving female characters agency. Boniti said, What I love about the writers on this show is that they have given every woman on the show Every female character such agency. We don't serve men around us. We have a storyline in our own right, she added. Take that, patriarchy. I added that. But that's, what, that's basically what she's saying. The actress also stated at San Diego Comic-Con, For Bronwyn, she is a healer, but she taps into her inner lioness. And I, as an activist and a longtime human rights activist from my homeland, Iran, I tapped into what I believe women are doing for my homeland which, I, look, I get it, Middle East is, uh, they've got some issues over there. But still, don't bring it into The Lord of the Rings. And playing a character, she continued, in sort of a liberating and redeeming of the Southlanders who back, you know, in her ancestors' days, chose evil over good.
1: All of you, it's surreal. Um, I play the mother of um, a very, somewhat rebellious teenage son. Uh, played by this incredible actor, Tyro, and uh, in a forbidden romance with an elf played by this beautiful specimen of me, Ismail Um And what I love about the writers on this show is that they have given every woman on the show, every female character, such agency. We don't serve the men around us. We have a storyline in our own right. And for Bronwyn, she is a healer, but she's also, she also taps into her inner lioness. And I, as an activist, uh, as a, a long-time human rights activist for my homeland, Iran, tapped into what I believe is... Um, thank you. Um, I tapped into what I believe women are doing for my homeland um, in playing this character, in sort of liberating and redeeming the Southlanders who, back you know, in her ancestors' days, chose evil over good.
0: Before we move on, can I just add that her character doesn't exist in the books or anywhere in Middle-earth's lore? Because there weren't enough characters, right? This show is going to be a massive disaster. But hey, that's just me. Maybe you other Lord of the Rings fans can comment on that. Now we just want to take a moment to thank one of our sponsors. Accountable to you. Using a smartphone or computer opens the door to a host of digital temptations in a world saturated with pornography and other harmful content, like Lord of the Rings, the rings of power. No, not really. But Accountable to You wouldn't flag that, but maybe it should. What's a Christian to do? We need to take a proactive approach, welcoming transparency in our digital media choices, and Accountable to You makes that easy. Their accountability software shares detailed activity reports from all of your devices and your kids' devices in real time, See the accountability partners that you choose. With accountability in place, your family can effectively guard against temptations online and live with purity and integrity. Learn more and try it free at accountable two you.com slash FLF. That's accountable to you.com slash FLF. Guys, let's end this week on a positive note here by talking about the topic that I love sports. And this is a good sports news story. Trans cyclist blasts USA Cycling for banning him from competition with women and revoking his medal. A transgender cyclist claims that a representative from USA Cycling informed him that he would no longer be allowed to compete in the women's division and that his spot on the IP Individual Pursuit podium had been revoked. Leah Jenis, a 25-year-old man who identifies as a woman, was reportedly stripped of the silver medal he won in the women's couldn't even win the gold. He won in the women's division of USA cycling and barred from competing in any additional events at the 2022 Junior and Elite Track National Championships. USA Cycling updated its press release Friday by deleting a reference to Jenis and elevating third-place finisher Skylar Espinosa to the runner-up slot, the Washington Times reported. Cyclist Elizabeth Stevenson, who placed fourth in the Wednesday competition, was credited as the bronze medalist. Jenis had won silver after finishing second at the Elite Individual Pursuit competition. The transgender cyclist wrote on Instagram, As I was preparing for the Mass Start races, a USA cycling official informed me that I was no longer allowed to compete and that my place on the IP podium was to be revoked on account of my trans identity because I'm a man competing as a woman. Six weeks ago, I was eligible for competition at UCI C1 and C2 races held at the same velodrome and overseen by the same technical director. Yet six weeks later, now I am doing well at nationals and I'm suddenly ineligible to compete." She added, oh, sorry, he added, the transphobia is so blatant, it's almost laughable. Yes, you're right. Yeah, you competing as a man against women is laughable. The reason why Genesis is unable to compete due to the UCI Union Cyclist International changing the testosterone requirements in their transgender policy. According to the new rules put forth on July 1st, those declaring themselves to be female must keep their testosterone in serum below 2.5 animals leader For at least two years previously the requirement had been twice that high five at at five and athletes only had to maintain those levels for one year in other words legally racing as a trans cyclist got a lot tougher over the last six weeks and i like it Genis went on to rail about how frustrating it is to be a trans competitor in cycling, though one might imagine it's even more frustrating for the female riders who lose to cyclists who are actually men. Still, Janice's removal from women's competition is a significant victory for women's sports. The case involving Genis is just one of many examples showing that sports leagues have begun to stand for women's rights. Earlier this summer, FINA, the international governing body that presides over competitive swimming, banned males who have undergone puberty from competing in their events. See, told you we'd end on a positive sports note. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Cross Politic Daily News Brief. If you liked the show, go ahead and share it for me, would you? If you want to sign up for our club membership, our conference, or for a Fight Laugh Feast magazine subscription, you can do all of that at fightlaughfeast.com. And as always, if you want to send me a news story, ask me about our conference, or talk about corporate sponsorships, Cross Politic, email me at Garrison at Bite Laugh Feast.com. For Cross Politic News, I'm Garrison Hardy. Have a great day, a great weekend.